You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast with Katherine Banco. I'm on a mission to celebrate breakthrough, empowerment, and shameless living in the lives of women everywhere. Join me and let's live unashamed together. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 32 of season three of Heart and Soul. I am joined today by a guest that y'all raved about when she was on the first time. So she is back. We've got Anastasia Jones. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Back on the Zoom. I'm telling you, your episode was... Michael, actually, Michael asked me last night, which episode of Heart and Soul has been your favorite? And I was like, well, this season, Anastasia. Oh, my friend. Because it's just like, you are so real. You bring Mm. truth. And I was like thinking of guests that we've had before that we just need more of. And I was like, duh. (laughs) Oh, I'm, I'm honestly so honored to be back. And to have time with you. I love our conversations. I mean, I remember our last conversation. Yeah. And I, you know, it's, so Anastasia is just like a boss babe. She's an entrepreneur. She like has this brand that's around empowering women to realize their force in this world. And um, so after literally after <laughs> she was on the last time <laughs> I signed up for your little group thing. And then I scheduled like a coaching call with you just to like hang out more. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, I love our power hour, which you have been crushing it. I just want to give you all of the kudos oh, over th- here. Oh, thank you. In addition to all the other things you're doing is like yeah. growing a baby. Like yeah, that's, grow- that's- growing a baby. That's a thing. <laughs> It's a thing that's almost (laughs) done. I think by the time your episode is released, actually, well, it'll be like a week before the baby comes, but right now we're like seven weeks out. So it's it's just crazy. Thank you. Yes. But how are you? How have you been since the last time we talked? I've been the last time we talked. So this was in March, right? Mm -hmm. We talked in March. Yeah. So I feel like I've lived three lifetimes since March. (laughs) I don't know if anybody else feels like that. I feel like the 2021 energy is very much like, how is time flying? Yeah. Like, it feels like so much has happened in such a small amount of time. Um, But right here today, I feel very, um, life is good. There's just a lot going on. A lot well, going on. Yeah, you went to Mexico I for did. like ever <laughs> I did. I did. and lived the dream in in Tulum, which is where your future retreat is gonna yes, be. Yes. Talk, talk to us about that trip going alone and then also about your retreat. Oh, so my retreat is in well, April of next year. It was gonna be January, but I went during the month of April. And it was magical. And so I just want the same exact experience for any woman that just is like, I need a retreat, a creation retreat. They got to get out. So um, it was such a special experience. I mean, just being by the ocean, being in a beautiful resort. I did go with two friends. We kept it super low key. So nobody really knows that I went with two of my girlfriends, but that made it even more fun being there with them. 
I um, thought you were just like taken over Tulum solo. And I was like, this is amazing. I mean, not that See, this amazing. is stuff that I would do. And I have taken on other countries solo before. It's that's very much in my character. So, you know, <laughs> um, but it was great. It was the best time. And I'm so excited to go back next year and bring a crew of women with me. I'm so pumped for that. Yeah. What's your, um, like, what's your vision for this retreat or, or your hope for the women going yes. in and leaving? My hope is that every single woman that comes finds rest yeah. and is also able to reignite that, like that creative spark in all of us. And by the time everyone leaves, they feel like they are ready to take on whatever their calling is again with yeah. this renewed sense of energy that every woman leaves with like a sisterhood, which you hear that word thrown around, but when I tell you it is so important, mm. it is a game changer having that kind of like core group of women who can support you as you create. So that's yeah. my hope and my goal. Um, and a lot of food and a lot of- <laughs> The food was food like job. making me drool. Oh, I was gosh. living vicariously through your Instagram that week. Uh, so magical. I hope you can come. Yeah. Well, well, now that it's in April, it actually might be a thing. Um, I actually am so glad you brought up rest (laughs) because I (laughs) suck at it. (laughs) Do you mama? What's (laughs) I, well, I'm learning a lot about it. I'm learning that I spent, and you probably can relate to this as an entrepreneur, you kind of have these grinding years in the beginning where you're just Mm -hmm. like, go, 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 go like the little energizer bunny. And then you get to a point where you're starting to feel not bitterness, but like burnt out towards your business. And I kind of hit that lap, like within the last year. Yeah. And I've really been trying to focus on giving myself balance and rest, but it is so hard when you're used to just going, going, going. But what I've done this year that has been a total game changer is I've hired people to help me. That's so good. And I've never done that before because I've always been scared of like losing money for the business. But what it's done is it's given me so much, especially in this season where I'm like, very pregnant. It's been giving me like rest that I needed and was too scared to ask for, for like six years. And now that I asked for help and asked for rest, I'm like, Oh gosh, I feel back. Or like I could come back from this. Yeah. (laughs) So like, Oh, sorry. I cut you off zoom. Um, but what I was going (laughs) to ask is like with you coaching women, I would assume that this is something that women struggle with in general is taking time for themselves. So can you kind of speak into what rest looks like for you and how to cultivate it in your own life without feeling like you're dropping the ball? Yes. Um, So uh, I always think of the image of like a muscle and you will connect with this. Like when you work out, you are building muscles. To the point where even if you don't work out for a while, you have this muscle memory or same with sports, like just kind of comes back a little easier because you've been doing it consistently for a while. And when you start working out, 
like for the first time, it's like hard to build those muscles over time, but you can do it if yeah. you keep being consistent, right? And it just gets a little easier and a little easier the further you go. I think of rest in the same way. It's like rest is a muscle that we build, that we exercise, that we maintain. And the more that we do it, the more that we learn about ourselves and what what brings rest to us. I think it's different for everyone. I think sometimes rest has such a stigma, right? You hear this word and you think rest. So that means I have to do nothing. Right. Or rest. So that means I'm super bored. Yeah. (laughs) You know, or like rest. And it means I'm dropping every single ball in my life and everything is burning around me and I'm peacefully sleeping on the couch. Like Like laziness. Laziness, right? People think sloth when they think rest. And I believe that rest is very active. Yeah. And, you know, and it's something like we, I always encourage my women, like learn, take the time to learn what rest means to you. Mm, That's good. You know, because it really does look different for everybody. I mean, I worked with someone with a coach who like asked me to find something that's fun for me. And I'm in, (laughs) I was like, I don't, I'm not in a very fun season (laughs) and that's okay. (laughs) Like fun for me right now is I'm, I'm typically an extroverted person, but fun for me right now is introverted time. Like going on a walk by myself or going to get my nails done by myself or Uh, going to the beach or something like that. And I told, I told her that I was like, I don't really want to meet with people. (laughs) Sounds so bad. I was like, I was honest, uh, but to, and I don't know where I was going with that, but like in different, I think I was going with in different seasons, I might be restored or refreshed by being really active with people. And some seasons I might be restored and refreshed by introverted time or, you know, some seasons what's fun to you or what's restful to you might be what's draining for someone else. So you can't compare your rest to other people's. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. I just, um, so every week and anyone listening to this can join my weekly creative empowerment newsletters that I send out. I love them. Um, Oh, thank you so much. I I haven't told you, I haven't told you this, but I've been screenshotting them and I do like a devotional at the end of my soul workouts for the girls. And I've been reading them to the girls. Wait, that's so I know. I'm like, these are not, I just want to preface, but these are not my words. (laughs) No, but that is so sweet. That's the point. That's the hope is that, you know, more people will hear this message and resonate with it and connect with it. So. Oh, yeah. that makes me so happy. Well, today, I don't know if you've received yet, but I just sent it out this morning, but I was talking about what we are talking about right now, which love when that happens, love those Holy Spirit moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but this morning, you know, I'm looking out my, my balcony, I'm just like drinking my coffee and I'm thinking about how nature is such a great, gives such great material for analogies and metaphors. And, and one of those things I kind of came to mind was like seasons, like how a tree is fully rooted and fully um, like thriving in each season, even in winter. Right. It's still growing. It's still, you know, just 
navigating whatever process that tree has and it's getting bigger and it's growing stronger and it's thriving even in the middle of winter you know Mm -hmm. and it just looks different and it's kind of like the same for us I think the same for me is the seasons change in my life I mean lord I could talk to you about January of this year and it's like I feel like it was a completely different time in my life even though it was a few months ago but rest looked different for me then yeah than it does right now and giving yourself like that love and that grace to accept every single evolution of yourself you know yeah I think is like such a key component to being able to rest and learning yourself on what rest in this season looks like for you and I love what you said like you are love people you you know being social like you're it's not like those things have never given you energy they can give you energy and they have in seasons past but right now you're kind of taking that inventory and allowing the holy spirit to talk to you and like tell you what you need mm-hmm. you know and then you're doing that yeah for sure I want people to have that time I often refer to seasons when I refer to when I talk about bodies changing, because like in my industry, I think a lot of the shame that I hear about is physical body shame. Yeah. And I look back, you, we've all done it. We've all looked back on photos of ourselves yeah. in the past and we thought, oh, if I could only look like that version of Catherine again. Mm-hmm. And then you, re- you think back to that version of Catherine and remember when you took the photo, you weren't satisfied. Right. And so what I'm trying to like teach or I guess reiterate to people is that every season you're going to miss it if you wish it away with something else, because you're going to look back on it and be like, I wish I would have experienced that more. That is so good. And, and especially with our bodies, because they're meant to change, like just like the tree isn't supposed to look the same in the spring as it does in the winter or the summer, it, our bodies aren't supposed to look the same at 33 as they did at 25, nor when they're pregnant or not pregnant or exercising because they have more freedom in that, in their schedule that season or not able to exercise because it's a grind season. Like your body should change and ebb and flow and like support you along the way. Um, and so same with the way you rest, I mean, same with the way that you find energy, all those things like should change in every season. I love that. And I think that I love that you're talking about that more because we need to hear it more in order to expect those changes or get curious about what those changes are. I feel like curiosity is such a powerful tool sometimes to be able to see from that perspective, like, how am I changing in this season? What is this change meant to teach me? How can I use this change to help others feel seen and known? Mm -hmm. How can I accept this part of myself and embrace my you know, my present moment, embrace this moment more fully and appreciate this moment. Asking those questions. I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. You kind of mentioned this um, a few minutes ago about the Holy spirit. And I have been 
diving into the Holy Spirit in my own heart recently Yes, (laughs) and, and how he speaks to me or how I hear him versus how just going to use like Michael as an example, how Michael hears him. Like it's different. Yes. So I might, I think we might've actually touched on this last time you, we talked or maybe on our power hour or something, but I loved, I loved your perspective on it. How, I guess, how do I, how do I word this? Like, what is, what are some ways that you can distinguish? Like, this is God's voice Mm. speaking to me, um, that don't make it or without it having to be this super spiritual, someone laid hands on me and prophesied over me moment. Yeah. Like you mentioned nature this morning, like God spoke to you then. Yes. I think, okay, this is a great question. I feel like it's also pretty layered. I would say to start by getting really quiet. Mm. And, you know, there's a, there's a part of the Bible where, you know, this man, this prophet, I think it was Elijah, maybe Elijah or Elisha. I can't remember. Which they one. all have like the same they name. They all have the same name, one different letter, you know, <laughs> you know, super, you know, powerful, awesome, wise man of God is like waiting to hear this thing from the Lord, looking for a voice, a sign. And the Bible's like, you know, this, he didn't find it in the fire. He didn't find it in all of these grand, massive like gestures. And these, you know, the voice came like on the wind in a whisper or something like that. And I think it's the same to this day. I think there can be very, prominent signs, you know, where the Holy Spirit is very loud and very like, do go this way. Or like, I need you to hear this. This is meant to help you. But for me, I find that it's mostly in the whisper that the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. And for me, when I wake up in the morning and I have about a 45 minute window before my brain starts really just going on a Mm-hmm. a whole different, you know, grind. Um, so those, that, those morning minutes are very uh, sacred to me. And I quiet every single morning. And that looks like listening to an instrumental song, no words, just soft music on low in the background. I read one page out of my, my utmost for his highest devotional and I read a few chapters of the Bible and I journal and I just write what comes. I listen is really what's happening. I'm listening and I'm not gaslighting myself at all. Mm. I listen, I get quiet and I just start writing and it can be anything. It can be, I'm looking out the window and I'm looking at this tree. It's kind of funny how nature can teach us so much. It's kind of like there are so many things about this tree. We are very different, this tree and I, <laughs> but there are so many things that are so similar, like how this tree is fully rooted and also thriving in all the seasons, even though, you know, so that's what I would suggest if you're just kind of starting out, really wanting to, not even just starting out, if you want to learn and tap into that sacred space more, find a practice like that for you. Mm -hmm. where you can get quiet 
and really allow and listen and really allow these thoughts that might seem like they're just fleeting whatever thoughts to come and then write them down and honor them just simply by putting them on paper or just by writing them down. You don't even have to do anything with them. But I think the way we can distinguish between if those thoughts are egoic thoughts or if they are Holy Spirit whispers is, I think there are a few ways, but how, how does it feel to you is what I would say. Does it feel like fear? Does it feel like shame? Does it mm-hmm. feel like, does it feel like destructive thoughts? Does it feel like judgment? Does it feel like you don't belong because if this thought is true, then you don't belong. Or if this thought is true, then she doesn't belong. Or if this thought is true, then, you know, those I don't believe are from the Holy Spirit. I Mm, think the thoughts and the wisdom and the words that come to your mind or are kind of from your heart and bubble up. I think if they are true, if they are good, if they are perfect, if they are loving, if they are true, like then that just might be a whisper. And I think we get more of those than we think. Yeah. Most of the time we get them and we gaslight ourselves or there are moments where we don't expect to receive them. And so we just kind of like brush them aside. We don't honor them by writing them down. But I believe in every single person and every single woman, there is a wealth of wisdom, knowledge and truth. And I believe in every generation, we are meant to rediscover truth, Hmm. which remains truth remains constant and it applies for on the macro and the micro is what I always say. Truth remains. But it's up to us to rediscover what those truths are that have been told throughout the ages and tell them in the mediums that we have access to right here and now where we are and tell them in a way that only we can with our gifts and our talents and our passions. Yes. We just got to tell the truth as many ways as we can. Yes. A freaking men. I um, have, okay. You know how meditation became like a really big thing. I really, I didn't struggle with, I really didn't try it if I'm being honest in like the way that (laughs) (laughs) she's like, I don't know if I like achieved that 45 minute silent Zen state (laughs) quite yet. (laughs) Just TBH haven't done it, but it's because my mind is always going. And so I would feel guilt and shame when I would be like, start still. And then I would get distracted by some thought that came into my head. And what I'm trying to do is one, recognize that God created me (laughs) to be a thinker Mm -hmm. and a, um, doer in some sense. And also when those thoughts creep in that are like, Oh, you're not good at prayer or you're not good at meditation. Mm. I love what you said about like, if it's a shameful thought, if it's, um, a judgment thought, if it's making you feel less than worthy, then that's not Mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. And I just want to reiterate that for our listeners. Like if you find yourself getting into this space of stillness or quiet or you find that your method for connecting with God doesn't look like journaling or what someone else says. Yes. Maybe it's like, for me, it's going on a walk and listening to music. 
So it's louder and it's more active because if you ask me to show you any journal that I've started, you will look at three pages and then a whole notebook <laughs> of empty pages. I yes. just can't do it. But, yes. but to compare your, like the way that God connects with you to the way that he connects with someone else, he knows his children and he knows how to reach them in a way that they'll yes. hear it. And yes. so don't do something that doesn't feel natural and holy to you do something that feel that gives you life that gives you that rejuvenation that you want to pray want to think more want to talk to God want to hear from God it'll look different from other people it really will and I think the fact that you're getting curious about what that could look like like the fact that I say year I mean whoever is listening yeah. Um, can get curious about what that can look like for you is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And it is a muscle. It is something that might feel uncomfortable when you first start. I can't tell you how long I've been doing this thing that I've been doing years at this point and in varying degrees in yeah. some seasons, I just like, even, even some mornings, some mornings I can just wake up and I can just read this devotional and I can just sit there and drink my coffee and think about it. Some mornings I don't write during that time. Some mornings I spend two hours because I just have so much that I'm hearing and listening and receiving and writing. And like, it just looks so different when I'm traveling. It looks different. I've had to, you know, make certain adjustments based on travel. I just got back from a two week trip and it looked very different on that trip. Um, But I think the takeaway that I would love for every woman to, if you get one thing out of this portion of the podcast, Mm -hmm. I would love for it to be the Holy Spirit does speak to you and the Holy Spirit wants to work through you and you are worthy to receive these truths, these messages, these Things that are coming to you, you are meant to hear and share. Yep. I think that's, that's no matter how it comes to you, you are meant to hear it and meant to share it. Yes. Amen. I wrote that down. And then my phone, I don't know if you saw me typing, my phone autocorrected Holy Spirit (laughs) to Holy Sprout. (laughs) And it made me laugh a little bit. I love you. Holy sprout. <laughs> Holy sprout. Speak to Holy me. sprout. Speak to me. <laughs> you know, I, um, a lot of times when God wants to speak to us is where we're most resistant to. Mm. I, um, learned that the hard Ooh, that's way. Good. I learned that the hard way about two, two weeks ago. Michael's really been going, recent. Yeah. Michael's been going to this, um, prayer and worship group on Sunday nights. And honestly, the, main reason I haven't gone is because it starts at like eight o'clock and your girl's in and bed. You're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, ended up going to like two weeks ago and I was resistant, but I was like, you know, I don't have to coach as early tomorrow morning. I want to like support my husband <laughs> and like, I'll just like lose a few hours of sleep, you know, whatever. So I, I go and I was like, honestly, I was enjoying the music. I was enjoying the prayer, but I was looking down at my clock thinking 
I'm losing this 30 minutes. It's now nine o'clock. <laughs> it's now nine 30. You know, I wasn't like that present. Yeah. I was very resistant to the moment. And then Michael looks at me around like nine and uh, he was like, you about ready. Like we can sneak out early. I know you want to go to bed. And I was like, yeah, that'd be good. And then literally right when I said that this person from across the room goes, Hey, Catherine, you mind if we pray for you? And I was like, I was just about to go to bed. (laughs) Actually, uh... like you just got in my, in my way of sleep, but they, they did, they all like put me in the center of the room, which can sometimes be uncomfortable and prayed for me. And they prayed for the things that the words that came up that I can like remember clearly Mm -hmm. were they prayed for confidence and they prayed for confidence for me as a mom and as a business woman and as a wife and joy for our child. And I thought those are things that I didn't know I was like worried about until they started praying about it. And God just like affirmed in me, like, you don't need to worry about this because I'm going to tell you something through my people. And and you were so resistant. You were going to leave and miss this moment. Mm. And I think that sometimes when we feel like the most resistant to something is maybe when we're going to receive the most. That's good. And also that God is not limited to speak to you just through those quiet moments or through scripture, even like it can be through this random man in my church who I have maybe talked to at the greeting door twice Mm. who prayed that for me. Mm -hmm. And so it can come in very unexpected ways is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's so beautiful. It was good. And I like left feeling really, at first I felt guilty. Like I was going to leave, you know? And then I was like, no, like I, it's okay that I had that thought. Yes. (laughs) And I'm happy that I was willing to receive amongst those desires to resist. And I, I love that. I guess I just want our listeners to know that there's, if you don't feel shame in a moment where mm-hmm. you, where you feel like, oh, I almost missed that opportunity mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. reflect on the opportunity and yes. feel grace for that. Yes. That's so good. I love how you said that because I've been in situations similar to where I'm like, wow, I almost let this moment comp- I almost missed the moment. Yeah because I was so focused on getting out or like taking the easy way out or, Mm. you know, this could even apply to hard conversations that you have with loved ones. It's like the moment that, you know, in in your case that you had, you had to make a choice at a certain point and you had to make a choice prior to fully receiving the blessing. And that choice was, am I going to allow the shame that I am feeling for trying to just GTFO. (laughs) (laughs) Am I going to allow the fact that that is something that I desired just seconds ago Mm -hmm. to keep me from receiving all of the prayers that these people are praying over me and my child and my husband, my family. Like you rewrote that narrative 
and you changed your perception of that moment. And I think that is a miracle. I, yeah. I read this quote that's like, a miracle is a shift in perception. And I thought, isn't that true? Ooh, I'm going to write that down. Oh, it's so good. We can see something one way. And we can see it in that one way for years sometimes. This is how that, this is how I perceive my reality in that moment. We can see it in one way for years. And then the day will come where we look at that exact moment and we think, huh, that actually might have been one of the greatest lessons in blank that I have ever learned. Mm. Or that might've been a more impactful moment to me than I ever realized. But now you're seeing it in a different way. And it's, an, it's genuinely a miracle, a shift in perception. So, but you had a miracle that night where you thought one way and then perceived the situation in a completely different, totally, what would you say, 180? 180? Yeah, I think it's 180, but I always, 180. Miss, I always I mess that up. 360, and then I come back to the same space. I and come I'm back like, to, yeah, 90 degree, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, we're, we're moving. Now. Yeah, we're moving. We're making progress. Um, but I love that story for that reason. Yeah, really and, and you know what? During that prayer time, there were, it wasn't like, it was like a pretty long prayer, I'm not going to lie. And she said, there, they had me there for 30 they had, minutes. They had me sitting there. <laughs> Um, but there were times where my mind drifted or got distracted. And I thought like, Oh, I really need to get this done tomorrow. And then I was like, Oh, I'm back. I'm back. And I think that I, I was feeling guilty about that too. But then I think about it and I'm like, I'm not Jesus. Like I am not perfect. And I'm just like striving for something that I'm not, that he's already fulfilled in me. And so all I can do in those moments is instead of attack myself is just receive grace. Cause he's already Amen. covered that moment. Amen. That's, that's so beautiful. And what you just described right there is how I define meditation. It's yeah. like, how can you allow, can you allow a thought to pass and not consciously attach yourself to that thought, not be that thought conscious, if that makes sense. So like if you're sitting there in a room and you're trying to get quiet or you're sitting there in a circle being prayed for and you're trying to like, just think about the prayer, just be present with the prayer. But then on comes this one piece of your to-do list that Mm -hmm. is not yet checked off. Can you, can you like observe that thought and let it pass? Or do you attach yourself to that thought and let it take you with it? You know what I mean? And I think the more that we can just observe and let it pass, the better. Yeah. Because, but like those thoughts aren't going to stop. It's just how much grace can you give yourself when the thought comes and how much grace can you give it to just let it go? So I totally get what you mean. Um, I might've actually shared this on our last episode, but earlier this year, I realized that my thoughts are not me. And it blew my mind (laughs) because I had been walking in the world thinking that everything that I thought, everything that entered my head when someone was praying for me, everything that, every thought I thought 
oh, this somehow informs my character and how God made me and like my purpose. And I'm just, you know, walking around feeling like a totally shitty person. Yeah. And that's not true. Like who you are, your, your soul is not these thoughts that are passing by, like who you are is so different. And I love what you said. You're like, I'm not Jesus. Yeah. We're not, you know, we have, and I'm convinced that Jesus probably had thoughts, but he just knew how to navigate it. Yeah. And like how to not attach himself to these things. Like he was a man, you know, but true. You know, but you're right. Like we have these standards of like what we should be thinking when we shouldn't be thinking certain things at certain times. We beat ourselves up. We're so hard on ourselves. I know I can be, especially yeah. women that are like working, entrepreneurial, like we have a lot to do. Yeah. Um, so anyway, really, really well, because um, cool it's, that you did that. It's important to also note that like, the enemy uses our thoughts and our mind the most to attack us. So to assume that every thought is definitive of your identity is, is so dangerous because that's where he attacks us the most. And by he, I mean the enemy, enemy. not God. So you're giving that power away. Yeah. And you're allowing him to define you Mm -hmm. instead of God. Well, well, amen. Mm. Yes, and amen. Mm. Um, literally, when we started this call before we pressed record, I was like, you know, I sent you some bullet points, but we're probably <laughs> going to talk. And what we did, we didn't cover. We covered the retreat. <laughs> yeah, we covered the retreat. We covered the retreat. Come to the retreat. <laughs> we covered the retreat. But that's what I love about you is it's just good, honest conversation, and there's no judgment within it. Yeah. Um, I, I love that about our conversations too. I really, it's rare and it's beautiful. Especially. Yeah. <laughs> it's so rare. Um, okay. So I, we, I asked you these questions on your, on our last podcast, we ask every guest, but I, they change as seasons change, which we just talked about. So I'm going to ask you again to see where you're at right now. Okay. Um, there's four questions I'm going to ask you and then, and then you'll be free. Okay. <laughs> Okay. The first question is what is something that you're currently obsessed with? It could be something like a food product, a podcast, a book, a store, something, a product. I don't know. Oh, I love that. Okay. I am currently, uh, I'm currently obsessed with candles. Have you heard of stone and fog candles? No. Do you have oh, a home no. goods? Do you have a home goods where you are? Yes. Okay. They're big. They're big at home goods and home goods has the cheapest candles ever. I just got two last night. Stone and Fox. She said, just got two last night. <laughs> <laughs> they're like $7 there. They smell so good. We're big candle people in this house. Okay. Well, I got to take myself on over to home goods. Where do you, what's your favorite candle? Oh, so I, I typically buy my candles at, um, like Ross or Marshall's, so similar to Home Goods. Mm-hmm. I went and got one from Target recently. Um, blushing Amber, but I just um, hold on. I'm gonna look this up because I want you ladies to also know about this um, woman I just connected with. Her name is Antoinette. 
and love that name she makes candles um black female owned candle company yeah so baby she's, she's been releasing her new candle so i haven't got one yet but i'm most excited to snag one of those so antoinette what's her business name or is it just her name um home h-a-u-m-e is like her business name so okay. her instagram is home x official okay everyone anyway. go follow that it's launching next support. next month i'm so excited about that candle that's she awesome. always has stories that go along with her candle. So it's kind of, it's just makes it really, really cool. Yeah. It makes it special. Obsessed with candles. Michael comes into this room, which is the lobby of soul. <laughs> it's also just a den in our house, <laughs> but, um, he comes into this room every single morning, even when I'm not coaching at five 30 and lights candles for the girls. He's, he's not real. Wait, that's so sweet. It's so precious. At 5.30? 5.30 in the morning. You. Yeah. But he's a oh, big candle guy. so sweet. Yeah. He's like, I just want them to experience like that peace when they walk in and it's sm- <laughs> it just like, smell yeah, good. And then like, okay, oh. I'll be in bed. <laughs> okay. You go do that. That's nice. <laughs> um, okay. Second question is, well, we talked about how 2021 has already flown by. It's like half, oh, yeah. more than halfway through the year. But um, what's something you're looking forward to in the rest of 2021? Okay. So there are two things. Um, the first thing I'm looking forward to is I'm also launched. So Tulum is an international retreat for women that's next year, but this year I'm launching a domestic retreat for women. I'm calling them sacred weekends. And so, um, that I'm really, really excited about. Where is that? I think the first one's going to be in LA. Okay. Um, I'm going to send more information about it probably the next few weeks. So you'll, you'll be one of the first to get it because you were in, um, the 30 day challenge that I had Yeah. back in March. So, but I'll let you know. That's I'm exciting. Super pumped about it for women that, you know, aren't quite comfortable traveling internationally or can't get away for super long and can do like a three day. Right. It's just like a long weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to hear more about that. Um, Okay. Third question is what is something that you really love about yourself right now? I love how I am learning new things about myself and not just accepting them, but seeing them as gifts, Mm. like things that I used to get so annoyed with myself because I was like this or whatever. I'm see- my, my perception is shifting, which is a miracle. And I'm seeing these things as gifts now and embracing them truly, you know? So that I'm really, so good. I love that about myself right now. Thanks. Could you imagine if every woman did that? And I'm speaking to oh. myself. You know? Powerhouse, unstoppable. Unstoppable. World would be, a- yes. Mm-hmm. I love that answer. Um, okay. Final question. If you could leave our listeners, which are women with one piece of truth today, one little nugget of truth, what would it be? I love this. You do not need permission. Mm -hmm. Writing that one down too. (laughs) You do not need permission. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. And if you are looking for permission, look in the mirror 
and give it to yourself. Oh, yes. You know, you get to make that decision. (laughs) You get to make that decision, babe. Oh, Mm -hmm. I love it. I love you. I love you so much. I'm so glad you came back. Um, Uh, I'm going to put it in the show notes, but just let our listeners real quick know where they can find you quickest. Yes. Find me quickest on Instagram. My handle is at Anastasia RJD. And I will link it in the show notes. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being a guest again. And listeners, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.